you made it to level two, deeper questions leading to deeper answers. I'm Tomas Garza, and I'm here to help you decide to transform. I'll be setting the pace for the process to support your unfolding. Learn and commit to a practice that brings simplicity and an awareness of what is ready to be released. Join me now and allow the experience of a deeper sense of love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Decide to Transform. I'm your host, Tomas Garza, and I'm excited for a conversation today with my guest, Andrew Mondia, joins me. And I want to say a few words about Andrew before we jump into what's going to be an energetic and a fun dialogue that I know you're going to love. Now, Andrew is a multi-talented individual, an international actor and speaker, and has talked about various heavy hitting subjects in life. He's passionate about sharing his story of overcoming challenges from childhood trauma and bullying to attempted suicide. Now, he has also worked with award-winning actors and directors and has been featured in publications such as UK's The Guardian, The Washington Post, and he's been on BBC Radio One. Now, he's also a featured author expert in two number one international best-selling books, My Journey, My Journal, and How Big Can You Dream? Andrew, I'm excited to chat with you today. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Tomas. It's really great to be here. I'm really excited, too. Uh, this is really, really fun. And the listeners out there, well, if you've listened to the show before, you know that I don't go in with much of a preconceived idea for what's going to happen. We're kind of free-forming it out here, and I love that. So, Andrew, the first thing that really jumps out is multi-talented, which is a, an intro that I love. And you have been through and spoken publicly about a lot of very, very difficult subjects. Yes, I have. Um, it's more. Uh, it's more in recent uh, years, uh, for almost like a, a decade, where I've been slowly opening up. Um, it's part of my own transformation to mm -hmm. telling my story. Uh, I have a friend who is an award-winning actress, writer, and producer. She uh, she did her um, her show based on her life story, and now she's been mentoring other people to write theirs. And back in 2015, I signed up with her uh, to be mentored, and she worked. She helped me with my my own one-man show that I brought to Orlando in 2017. Okay. Now, this is something that, that came up that intrigued me when we were speaking on the phone. So listeners, we always talk on the phone before, and we had an amazing conversation. Now, you, are, you have been involved in the acting world for some time. Yeah. Now, Quite a long time. Yeah. I, you, know, I, you know, you could say it was probably since I was like born because I, I've always entertained people. I was, okay. it was, you know, my biggest inspiration is my grandfather. He took, he and my grandmother, my paternal grandparents, because uh, I have just, I have to set a little bit of context because I have a multinational, international family base. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, and uh, most of my relatives speak Italian. Okay. And so my mom's parents, I spoke, uh, I would try speaking Italian to them mm-hmm. and I would call them the, uh, the Italian name of grandma and grandpa. Whereas my dad, my dad's parents, uh, even though my grandfather is originally from, uh, Italian, native Italian, I, I would call him the grandpa and grandma. And so, so if I ever refer to Nona, no, no. That's my, but anyways. Um, okay, you bet. So just to, 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 so people wonder, okay, what's known of if they mm-hmm. ever said yeah. it. Uh, All right. But my, my grandfather, my grandmother took care of me when I lived over in Switzerland. And my grandfather was an accordion music player. And I, rem, you know, the only time I actually remember being with my grandfather on the last time that I saw him was the summer I turned seven, which was in the summer of 82. Okay. And I even have, so a picture of me playing this really cute mandolin, which I don't even know what happened to after he died uh, to him. And we, but he, he plays the accordion and, uh, but he, he's just, you know, it's the feeling of being with my grandfather, the feeling okay. of my grandfather that carries with me strongly when it comes to my work in the performing arts. I started with, dancing singing okay and then in grade five i got into acting all right well i love that that's a very powerful and it's a resonant story and the mandolin's quite a resonant image now you're still involved then in the acting world so are you involved in any current projects that we should know about right now i've been taking a a a little bit of a hiatus for healing uh, yeah. from a brain injury mm-hmm. uh, last because last October I was in a, a car accident um, and I've been I'd still been I, I was starting to work back and in getting back into film and like into the fil- film industry film and TV industry uh, and I'll start getting my packages together so I can submit to talent agents okay and managers yeah. for representation when I had this accident and uh uh, and it's been a huge life changing, like mm-hmm. literally it's been like, I've had some major yeah. epiphanies, like I'm having to, to be like, take care of myself and, and, you know, just focus on myself, focus on what it is I want to do as well. Uh, because, you know, up until like, I was like till 2000, 2001, uh, or actually, no, 2003, I should say, because that's when I read this book. I, like, acting was, like, my everything. Okay. I was literally in my... I, I used to be in my head so much. Uh, as a, But anyways, uh, I'm going off topic. <laughs> oh, it's all right. Yeah. No, I you, have you, a tendency to talk on and on and on, but it's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, and also, um, as, a, as a show host, it's it's always fun to see where this goes, because we've had some brilliant, brilliant conversations come out of what initially looked like uh, just rambling. And I know I really appreciate this, because you were talking about having been through a car accident last October and recovering from a brain injury that was literally a game changer for you. Yes. Um, I, uh, I, I'm right now, the only thing left is the post post concussion headaches. Okay. Uh, and to help with that, I've been actually taking CBD oil, uh, oh, yeah. and, and which, which has 
really helped, but it's just, um, you know, I discovered that when we get into these accidents or when, when something big that happens in your life. Mm-hmm. Oops. Yeah. That's my iPad. Oh, well. <laughs> Did you? Well, well, listeners, no iPads were harmed in the recording of this show. We promise. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. I tend, like, because I'm Italian, I'm like, move, like, oh, okay. for, yeah. just to give people visual, I move my hands around a lot and somehow I must have knocked it over. Oh, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Like, I'm like, speaking about like, this epiphany it's like Mm -hmm. you know i've had you know there have been a few times in my life where i've had like you know something big happen Mm -hmm. uh and it was like a wake-up call it was the universe is sending us a message that we need to look at things differently or we need to Mm -hmm. accept um Yeah, because uh, and the reason why I mentioned about it is because again, 2004, I had a, what I thought was like a mental breakdown. I was just, you know, I, I, things were just like out of sync for me, uh, and I, I took like the I took like a four months off work on medical leave, and I came to terms with my own sexuality during that time, okay. and. So mm-hmm. that, and that was like a huge pivotal point. Now mm-hmm. with this car accident, um, it was, you know, it, it, it was to do more with believing in myself, knowing that okay. I am the God of me. Um, I've been, mm-hmm. you know, I've been a huge, like I, I've been into personal development. People come into my life for a reason and I meet people and I learn from them and, it was just, you know, we may say, oh, I believe in myself, but it's like, do you really believe in yourself? Or are you just saying that and masking the underlying tone where it's like, like you're saying, I believe in myself, but underneath you're saying, yeah, I don't really think so. I'm just like, <laughs> it's like, <Yeah>. I, it's <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean, I'm a very sensitive person. And <laughs> when I, show my feelings i can show them uh really like well and i i don't know if i could actually i don't know if i could really lie because if i lie you could probably tell me you could probably tell right away it's like i could try and say yeah when i was a teenager i was like suspended like so many times i was just like you know but that wasn't the case i was like you could I'm your nerd type. Okay, I wear glasses to give uh, visuals for people. I, right I've, I've worn glasses all my life. <laughs> but anyways, um, uh, but yeah, it was it was believing in myself. Okay. Uh, and uh, and that was the biggest thing that came out of this okay. accident, and get into a bit more of a clarity and understanding as to where it is that I would like to go. Okay. Yes. And this is something that I think a lot of people can relate to because you alluded to this a moment ago. The universe often 
pushes us when we're so resistant to what's coming next. It arranges and conspires, you might say, for an event to occur that will get us out of one state of being and into the next. Now, you mentioned a, a moment ago coming to terms with your own sexuality. Would you tell us a little bit more about that? Okay, yes. Um, I... Uh, I came out as being gay in 2004. Before then, okay. um, like I, you know, sex in high school was like a taboo subject for me. I was very uncomfortable. Uh, I was very uncomfortable talking about it. Right. And uh, and it was something that, you know, I, I don't know. It's just like, you know, I just did not want to talk about it because I did not have an understanding. Mm -hmm. I, you know, there was lots going on at home growing up uh, and you know I, I, I do remember in, in high school someone had alluded to, to me being gay but mm -hmm. I didn't really think nothing of it I was like you know I, I, I didn't know what gay was I mean uh, I do know that a friend of the family when we lived like because I, I I was originally born and raised in British Columbia okay. uh, like Vancouver mm -hmm. and like earlier childhood uh, and then I lived near Victoria BC lovely beautiful Victoria um, oh, yeah. yeah and um, uh, <laughs> but um, there was a friend in Vancouver uh, who was gay uh, mm -hmm. and to me like you know I did not think nothing of it I mean to me I, I, I treat people you know, everyone to me is, you know, there's no sense in judging people if you haven't met them, even like, even if they're gay. I mean, because, you know, you never know what, who they are, really. I mean, mm -hmm. yes, you've had a bad experience, but be open and, and just, you know, still keep guard. But, you know, you never know what can happen when you connect with people, when you meet people and you talk to them and, right. and you get, uh, get to know them. Mm -hmm. I mean, but it was like at the end, it was like the last month of high school uh, was when I started to explore my own sexuality. Okay. Yeah. Maybe in the last couple of months, uh, sure. I would look at, you know, X rated pictures. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, and then I had my, uh, like, my first experience. Uh, I was almost 19 because I was kept back a grade. Um, oh, okay. And, mm -hmm. um, uh, but I still was in denial of mm. the fact that um, this is who I am. Um, I was brought up in the Roman Catholic Church. Uh, okay. I had my ideas as to uh, a relationship that I wanted, and I never really, in a million years, would have known, like, you know, would, would, would have thought, oh, this, this is who I am. Mm -hmm, uh, sure. Um, I mean, when, when I went over to Europe, to Switzerland for the year after high school, uh, like I, I was there from like September of 94 to August of 94, uh, my aunt, who I was close to, before she passed away back in 2014. Um, she, ex like, I couldn't really talk to my parents 
And she was one that I was very close to. She and I were really close, partly because she was not just my aunt and my, my dad's only sister, but she was also my godmother. And I spent two okay. summers with her. Yeah. And yeah. I talked, she actually approached me about, uh, about what my mom had found. And, 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 I, I, and she had it in her head, okay, he's gay. And so he like, and I, but I, you know, I was not, in that place okay, right. but my aunt was and it was just like and she was accepting of it and i mm -hmm. wasn't and my oh, aunt yeah, yeah. is religious okay she goes to church but she's not mm -hmm. that religious where she you know she chicken feeds like you know a lot of religious <laughs> get, uh, <laughs> like, oh, i love it chicken feeds that's cool well, yeah, I, I love there, that there's a <laughs> term a like hint. it's like it's like they you know a lot of religious people take what they want to suit them instead mm -hmm. of taking everything in a context of what is in this Bible. Okay. Uh, like oh, yeah. the Bible is pretty much stories that were written down. It's not law. It's just, you know, to give some understanding of what happened at that time. Uh, and, you know, you can't just take what you want and leave out the rest. Oh yeah, and that, oh. and that and that and that's why I meant by chicken feet because sure, uh, uh. I I can't remember the exact term. You have to excuse like my brain is just not even. I, I just you know there's a, a, a an expression uh, and mm -hmm. I just said chicken feet because you know it just came. To no, I love mind. it. Yeah, no, I love that. It, it's it's uh, well, it's a striking visual, and that's the first I've heard of it. But but you're absolutely right. There are people that take this little this little component here, and then of course, suit it to their own needs and everyone that resides in their own echo chamber. And well, anyway, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's very, very true. So, you know, returning to, to your story, she was open and, and you weren't. So how is this impacting you as you went forward? Because you mentioned you didn't come out until 2004. So what was that journey like leading up to then? I mean, I, st I explored being mm. gay okay. Mm -hmm. okay i i joined uh when i moved to vancouver i joined this choir gay men's choir okay yeah uh and it wasn't uh and it was at this event uh in montreal called gala in 2004 mm -hmm. which is where i actually came to terms and accepted but it wasn't you know <laughs> i have my first cousins who are, are from, uh, like my first cousin who's Swiss, because I have uh, like I've had some uncles in Switzerland and cousins in Switzerland. One one of them came with his then girlfriend, who is now uh, his wife, and they came on holiday to Montreal and to Toronto, okay. uh, and they were in Montreal at the time when I was attending this festival choral event, and I uh, performed. The choir was we ended up backing out performing in the festival and so I still went and I joined the festival choir and the festival choir we got to perform in the Notre Dame Cathedral in Montreal oh, cool. it's a beautiful cathedral mm -hmm. oh yeah. my god yeah I you know I don't know how I managed to find the most opportune moments to be in these wonderful venues but anyways <laughs> uh they were in Montreal on the night that there was performance I didn't tell them that it was a gay and lesbian event. 
Okay. Yeah. I kept that out. I just said, I'm singing in this choir. And, and, and then afterwards, yeah. like when, when I'm, <laughs> I, 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 so I, because I wasn't, you know, I, to me, it's like, you know, I'm singing in this choir and they were like, and I, and I, I don't know why i you know i haven't really talked to them about it <laughs> to be honest with you oh, right, i just you. know that my but anyways it wasn't and then but anyways after i i did two weeks in um uh like went to gala i went to spend my birthday with my sister uh i went back home and then i, I finally came out to my immediate family and okay it was just, you know, and it was like a release when you accept it. I mean, I even know mm -hmm. like this acting teacher I yeah. had uh, in 2000 when I did this full-time acting program, he talked about accepting yourself. When you accept yourself, then you're able to blossom more because when, when you have troubles with self-acceptance, mm -hmm. we sort of, you know, we keep the our lotus leaves uh are closed in yes. if you know what i mean to I give yeah. to give an, i'm trying to give an analogy to the the, the listeners you, because you bet. uh it's the first time I, i've done this to be honest with you oh, okay <laughs> well, you, well no we're, I'm, I'm enjoying it and i'm learning a great deal and, and yeah you know, because going it, you know and, yeah. and that's what i'm beginning to realize is you know we it, it's about accepting who we are i mean it doesn't make a difference yeah. if you're gay or not i mean right. there could be some other aspects i mean we you know i grew up in the like i grew up in the old mentality and the new mentality like, okay. if you know what i mean like the new age oh, yeah. it's like yeah. i mean the new age is still old age it's just like you know it's just more we, we where we you know when we're a kid we follow what the adults tell us to follow and a lot of the time some of that is hindering on what it is that we are meant to do Sure. like with our passions with, with what we love to do because people you know some people are strong and they'll still keep it in their head that this is what i'm going to do and they'll plow forward and other people they'll just you know follow what other people are telling them to do and then one day they'll 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 wake up and they'll realize wait a minute i don't want to do this yeah and, and so and that's what I'm saying is when we when people recognize that, you know, it, it's about following our bliss, really. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it is. And, you know, accepting yourself is, is such a well, it's such a journey for so many people. And it, it has been a journey for you. Now, when have uh, when have you been involved in speaking about all of this has this been something that you're you're doing ongoing or uh... I, it, it's an ongoing thing because okay. most of what i've been speaking about has been you know discovering your passions you know right. the intention attention and no tension mm -hmm. and and you know following what it is that you love to do uh and you know uh and of course doing my one-man show uh performing that in orlando and i just have to rework it to make it a little bit better because it's been it's, it needs to go through another workshop and once it's it's gone through a, another phase where it actually is is right <laughs> to perform because it's like sure um, oh yeah oh yeah but it's it's just something that i 
you know it's an ongoing thing because i mm-hmm. i just you know it, it you can never do enough with like inspiring someone to, to be who they are to you know it's okay to accept who you are it's not you know because at the end of the day you're having yeah. to live with yourself so yes yeah i mean that's a message that i think so many people need is that it is okay to accept yourself and uh, i think that's a wonderful thing that you're spreading that message and we're doing that right here on this show so i want to ask you that you've been a contributing author in a couple of books so tell us about those and these books the titles are my journey my journal and how big can you dream let's talk about that for a minute well, I um because some things sometimes I do things and I don't even realize like I'll enter things or I'll, I'll, <laughs> I just like I I've gone through life okay for a lot of my life some of my life I you know people ask me like how do you do that like I mean you're like you get to do these things and this happens to be one of those occasions okay because I had won uh, a spot to 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 write. Uh, an inspiration on a, on, a, on, a, on a day for a journal and then I was invited to, for the next year and it was just like wow this is so cool and so I, I, I did it and um, uh, and you know and I just it's nice to to, inspire, to write words of inspiration and other people get it and, yeah. and, and read it because it's just you know because we can all use inspiration especially with what's going on you know ra- rather than tear each other apart we should we need to inspire and and encourage each other to to just you know be respectful and, and, and stay safe and uh so it's just you know i i like to bring the light to people i yeah. i'm, a, I'm a, a bringer of light uh, mm-hmm. like someone mentioned like the light in the uh, i am a light in the universe because mm-hmm. i i don't want you know i there there's no you know the dark spots are just challenges that's all. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well they, they really are now as you've been speaking to audiences is there one audience that stands out as, as being more memorable for you or one where you learned the most about yourself um i not I have to think about that because I, sure. I don't really have, um, you know, e- e- each occasion is always something different and something new. It is. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, the first time I did an earlier version of my, my one man show, uh, I was so proud that I actually went up and did my one man show. I did it for like 40 minutes oh, um, right on. and cool. it was just, and it was just, you know, for me, it was just, you know, to, to say, yes, I actually did. It. <laughs> I just, you know, <laughs> right. it was just like, yeah. it was just like, it was something that I, ha- I, you know, I wanted to do. And uh, I know something, I know a lot of people, we have the fear to do it. And, and it's just, it's, uh, prof- and I think, for me, that was really momentous because I, I was, I actually, you know, I got a lot out of it and, um, you know, okay, yes, it was more of a, my delivery wasn't the best, 
but at least I did it. And uh, like my, my, my friends were there uh, and, you know, it was very, um, it was just very nice to, to have done something like that. So uh, I love it. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, that that's a, it's one of those situations, isn't it? Where you do it the first time and you think, oh my God, I actually did that. All right, let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and, and I took a huge break. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I yeah, didn't do yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. I did it in London uh, when I was living mm. there in London, England. Uh, okay. And this was, I think in 2011. All right. Uh, I can't, I can't remember exactly when it was. Okay. Um, Cause um, I think it was like 2011. I have to ha- have mm. a, re- uh, right. I just, um, it was like in this little theater, the basement of this pub in, um, oh my God, Cam- Camden. Camden. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Uh, yeah. It's uh, so it was just, you know, um, but you know, I just like meeting people uh-huh. and yes. you know, and the, the I mean, and, and for me to just, even just talking to someone on the street mm-hmm. and, and, and inspiring them just brings, yeah. my, brings me joy. I love that. Well, and now we're talking to people all over the world, literally. And that's cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Now, uh, speaking of London, this brings to mind our phone call that we had a few weeks ago here that's led up to this podcast recording. And you were involved in the 2012 London Summer Olympics. Tell us about that. Yeah. Well, uh, I left Vancouver thinking I wasn't going to go to another Olympic city because Vancouver was hosting the 2010 Winter Olympics. Right. Yes, Next thing you know, I, I get to London, I discover they're gonna have the Olympics. Yeah. And um, in 2011, uh, I saw you know, this write-up in the newspaper that they were looking for guys. Uh, and I didn't see any announcements because the thing is, I don't watch the news. <laughs> I <don't, laughs> gotcha. I'm not, I, I just, you know, I, oh, yeah. um, but I, I, I'll occasionally glance at the newspapers that I come across or something. And I, and I saw the, uh, that they were looking and I sent, you know, I sent a message to the universe saying, Oh, I'd like to be a part of it. And I'd like to meet Danny Boyle who happened, who was, who was a, a well-known film director, okay. uh, the director of Slumdog Millionaire, uh, uh right. won the okay. Oscar to yeah. give people an idea as to, how big he is um mm-hmm. oh yeah he's british but he won an uh, oscar for that and um so i i went um i got an audition for the olympics because it's voluntary and I, I even the big actors that were part of it they they volunteered their time i mean they i mean the most they had to i mean i think they had to give be given like a pound at least they can say they, they were paid but okay. it was like <laughs> it was just um but you know, for me, it was just to be a part of it. I mean, I hadn't really known that I was going to be a part of it till a few months before the ceremony. It's like April of 2012. Okay. That's when they end of April. That's when they told me, "Oh well, we've selected you to be a part of this group." Okay. Uh, which happened to have been the group that was on the outer edge uh, of 
uh, like we weren't on the stage. Um, and, but I, you know, um, sometimes you don't know when things will get to manifest and it, you know, yeah. it's just like, <laughs> but yeah. they, you know, sometimes they can be really fast and sometimes be really slow. Mm-hmm. That, right. and, and we, and it's it, and, and this is where patience comes in. There are some things I'm not patient about. <laughs> oh, gosh. Another thing, like, right. you know, I would, you know, what, if you had spoken to me like 20 years ago, I would be like, I want to have this now. And then it's like, nice. I, I but now, you know, over the years, because of my personal development, like work, working through and, and all these different things that I've done. But anyways, with the 2012 uh, Summer Olympics, it happened the night before, like the day before my birthday. Okay. Right. So I, I celebrated, uh, I, I, I celebrated an Olympic birthday, you can say, because I just do, you know, I, it was like something that was momentous for me. I was like, oh my God, to be a part of this. And it's like my birthday. It's like, this is like so cool. I well, like, yeah, that's it's, cool. it's just like, I mean, I had the chance to, like Danny Boyle was just a very nice down to earth guy. Cool. I never once actually asked for a have a picture with him. Uh, like at the beginning, we were um, we had done part of the rehearsals were done at the old, I think Ford factory. It was out in like three miles. They it was the plant, old plant, this old car plantation or whatnot. There was like there was like they had these. Um, uh, they had it set out as to the size of the stadium okay uh and two two separate yeah. uh sections so people can re- so they can have rehearsals there All was right. like in the number that i did which was we uh we were calling industrial Revolu- revolution uh but it, they called it i think pandemic uh it was uh the scene where they took away the grass they had chimney smokestacks come up from the stage up uh, to bring uh, to showcase the industrial revolution oh, I see. Uh, and, right. and 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 what it did to <laughs> having a, a, the remembrance field yeah. I was in the group where we um, on the night of the ceremony uh, it was Kenneth Brana who ended up doing uh, a Shakespeare monologue okay um, yeah. and uh, they they had this uh, they they have this well-known um drum drumist do that like they had like drum it was a drumming a- entrance and it was just like the music was just amazing actually it's like 17 minutes long this number oh my god but no. it was just amazing that the um i mean i to be honest with you i can describe it but i'm sure if you go on youtube and you look mm-hmm. for the ceremony yeah um if you watch the 3D version, you okay. can actually see me for like six seconds Fabulous. being chased by these guys going down this ramp while I'm going to my position on the side of the field. I got my entrance was from they, but anyways, um, when the drumming music happened, they had uh, on one side of the stadium during the ceremonies they had where they, they had a tree and, and a hill, and it was served uh, at it was supposed to be a symbolism of Glastonbury, like the tour, the, sure. the tour uh, in Glastonbury. Mm-hmm. And they had this tree and 
And at one point, the tree would lift and out would come like these guys that were like um, miners. And I was a miner. Uh, and so I had to okay. darken myself up. Gotcha. And, yeah. and I would, and it was, to be honest with you, down below the, b- below the, uh, b- b- below the tree, I felt like I was in a church. I mean, literally, mm. it was just like that, like, right. you know, um, but it was just such a, um, but when, when I was doing it, I was just in such an awe. I mean, I just cannot believe it. It's like, oh my God, I have to pinch myself. I mean, I mm. got to be a part of, you know, I I was a part of another big event uh, in 1994 before I, I left to go live in Switzerland for the year, uh, which was the Commonwealth Games because okay. where, uh, sure. where I was living, Victoria was the host for the, um, the 94 uh, Commonwealth Games, which is all the countries that are under the Queen of England. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, it's just a smaller version, but just the Commonwealth right. countries of the Queen of England. Sure. And um, and it was uh, and that that was special in itself. And so mm-hmm. two times I've had the pleasure to perform in front of the Queen. The first right. time was the '94 Commonwealth Games, and the second okay. time was the Paralympics, uh, uh, being in Her Majesty's choir in the opening of the Paralympics. Right. Um, so. Uh, but it's just, you know, to be involved in such a big event is mm-hmm. just, you know, it's something that I will never forget. It, it's like the epitome of my time in London. I, love it. I was like, oh, my God. I just, it, it's like it was yesterday that it happened, but it wasn't. It was just like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and you know, it's fairly interesting. It's it's vivid because I've never had anyone on the show that was in an Olympic opening ceremony before. So, you know, it's very interesting. And it's really, well, it's very interesting the way people feel and you're in there and you're thinking, oh my God, I'm really doing this. Wow. You know, I'm really yeah. here. It's, it's pretty amazing. And they're big. And the thing is, is they're really big on secrecy. And I like I would have loved to have told people in Canada like talk to the news media so at least you oh, know, some okay. people know it's like there's like at least in Victoria I said you know what I'm part of the opening ceremonies in the Olympics and mm-hmm. if you want me to interview me I'm more, more than happy to but it's like they they were so very you know and some people probably managed to have gotten and I didn't I I like to try and be respectful but. I could have, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. I, well, you could sure have. could have. Yeah, you yeah. could have. But, but you know what? We can do that now because we're nine years down the road. And guys listening out there, Andrew has been in some very big world events. In fact, has performed in front of Her Majesty the Queen not once, but twice. Okay. So well, it, was, it was not, but I would say nine years ago because we're in 21. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, nine years ago when when it when it happened, and, it. and we just wrapped the uh, Tokyo Summer Games. Mm-hmm. Um, where, and the thing is, what was interesting about the London 2012 is, at the beginning, it was not I. It, it was not. I don't think it was well received at the first at the beginning. Then all of a sudden, something I don't know what happened, but something changed. Uh, our, our, then all of a sudden. The venues filled up 
and and people went to see the sh- to see the event and it was like okay. the best olympics ever that it was given like the golden laurel by the olympic committee oh, cool. because vancouver did uh, london did excuse me for it and slip london did a really good job <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of vancouver that's cool yeah <laughs> uh, yeah but it was just like but you know um But the the ceremonies, you know, there's a lot of work. You know, you oh yeah, there, you know, everything. There's a lot of work. I mean, the athletes, they go through so much training to to be at their best so then they could uh they can compete um to you know putting on a world-class opening and closing ceremonies so that the world can enjoy uh a celebration of the opening and the closing of. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, of the ceremonies and so yeah, yeah i mean it, and it, you know it's really timely because the tokyo olympics like you said have just concluded and everyone watches those even if they're not sports fans in any way shape or form and i think it's it's there's an element of humanity and element of well we can relate to the preparation and it, it's incredible on every level it really is and now now that it's 2021 you can talk about it and people can interview you about it which leads me, oh yes yeah which <laughs> leads me to a question because well here we are talking about it on a worldwide forum how can people andrew get a hold of you if they'd like to interview you or find out more about what you're doing right right now the best way is just contact me through social media uh, okay um because uh, I've just been re, like one of the things that ha- uh, before I had my accident, I was working on my website and it's still in limbo right now. <laughs> oh, I, I gotcha. So, okay. So uh, social media, just at Andrew Mondia, M O N D I A, just so people know how to spell the last name because think of Monday, but it's an I A at the end, not an A Y. Gotcha. Um, so, so social media is usually the, the, the best, okay. the, the best way. And are we talking Facebook and Instagram here? Yeah, Facebook, Instagram. Um, okay, th- those are probably the, the best ways. Beautiful. Um, All right. Yeah, um, and hopefully I'll have my own website back up and running soon. Okay. Well, and, and uh, well, if I if I may be so bold as to say, you're open for interviews, so everyone get a hold of Andrew. Yes. There's so much that we could talk about and continue to talk about, but Andrew, I've learned a great deal, and there's some points here that are really, really resonant that I think people are going to connect with and really relate to. But before we wrap up here today, what else would you like to share with the listeners here well different is fun oh well yeah all right so that, that's my little slogan that i i've been starting to use because i just you know i just think it's really you know i think we just need to embrace who we are it's it's because um, at the afterwards i mean we each are different in our own ways and um Mm -hmm. there's no two people who are alike that's for sure we have similarities but we don't have the same thing like for instance i'm not tomas tomas is not andrew Mm -hmm. i mean so it's (laughs) 
And, and we're, we're still talking uh, right here on a global forum and each of you is unique. So this really is about accepting yourself. All right. Yeah. And that, and that, and as, as we alluded to when you asked me about my accident yeah, and, was, and that was, you know, I think the, probably the message for this podcast is accepting yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it is. And I have to tell you, I love your slogan because I happen to agree wholeheartedly. Different is fun. Very. <laughs> it's very fun. Yes. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for joining me as my guest here today. It's been a real pleasure. And as always, I've had a great time and learned a great deal. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Tomas. It was great to be here. All right. And this has been Andrew Mondia here on Decide to Transform. Thank you all for joining us. And we'll catch you back here next time. Everyone have a great day. <laughs>